0: Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerininen.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules a podcast about body image, self worth, anti dieting and intersectional feminism. I am your host summer in a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self worth and confidence and the best selling author of body image remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 215, and it's another installment of the body image series. I'm talking all about confidence, what it is, how to get it, and five things that hold us back from being more confident and what to do instead. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinandend.com forward slash 215. Before we begin, I want to give a shout out to Super LOLXD, who left this review. Great podcast with a wonderful host. Check it out if you haven't. Thank you so much. And that comes from the Netherlands. Love it. Love seeing international um, folks leaving reviews for the show and knowing that you're listening. Uh, I just so appreciate that. You can leave a review for the show. It helps others to find what you're learning here. And we contribute to the revolution to end diet culture by leaving a review because it Helps bump it up in the ratings, knock out some of those keto podcasts. Anyways, you can go to iTunes, search for Eat the Rules, then click Ratings and Reviews and click to leave a review or give it a rating. Second, you can get the free 10 day body confidence makeover at summerinandand.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. And I always forget to mention that you can subscribe to the podcast and that helps out a ton as well. So you can do that by going to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or YouTube, wherever you listen to this show. It only takes a second. I am excited about this episode because confidence is such an interesting topic. I think that um, we all have a slightly... Different perception of what makes somebody confident and who we perceive as confident and, and why we perceive them as confident and, uh, and what it really takes to become more, more confident and the relationship between confidence and, and body image. And so we're going to dive into a whole bunch of that stuff today. We're going to talk about what it does and doesn't mean to be confident. I'm going to be talking about your thoughts on confidence because I asked you in my Instagram stories. And I loved reading your answers. It was so interesting to hear all of your different perceptions on what, what you think it means uh, when someone is confident. And we're going to talk about the relationship between body image confidence and compassion, what it takes to gain more confidence, and five things that get in the way of us being confident and what to do differently. So let's talk about what it means to be confident. In my Instagram stories, I asked you, who do you think of when you think of someone who is really confident? And I just want to say thanks to anyone who said me, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and I want to give an even bigger shout out to those of you that said you, because I love that. I love that you were, you know, saying, hey, I think of myself when I think of someone who is confident. I love, love, love that. Some of the other people who were mentioned were uh, Michelle Obama, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, some of your relatives, just other celebrities. So it, there was it was kind of like you know all all types of different people. I would say Michelle Obama came up multiple times, which is why I called that one out. And then I asked you, what aspects of them make them this way? Or you know, w- what about them makes you feel they are confident? And I got so many answers here. And this is, this is what I love about it. because, And this is what I love about coaching. Because when I ask someone a question, you've probably heard me say this before. you know, like What does confidence mean to you? It's like, everyone has a different, slightly different take on it. And I love finding what resonates the most with you. But some of the different answers I got were head up shoulders back, show the rack. (laughs) I had to mention that one. Um, Lives an authentic life and doesn't put up with shit, is self-aware, is not held back by insecurities, commands attention, has eye contact, power stances, is honest and respectful, is unapologetic. What makes them confident is the way that they carry themselves and the way that they speak, their intelligence, their composure, their grace. They don't need anything from other people. So you tend to feel It's easier to kind of be in their presence. They know who they are and what they stand for. They're open and honest. They're adventurous. They're happy. They're okay with not being for everyone. They champion other people, uh, specifically other women. In this case, the person mentioned, Uh, they pursue goals. They have dedication. And, and so I love everything that you all said. Uh, So thank you for contributing to that. Um, Love doing those polls on, on Instagram. And for me, you know, when I think of someone who's confident, I think of someone who, who they know who they are. You know, they, they just they know kind of, you know, what their what their beliefs are, what their values are, what their, you know, what their kind of purpose or their their mission is, they're unapologetically themselves. So they, you know, they don't apologize for for their existence. They, you know, they own what they believe in, and they're not going to water themselves down for other people. And they're able to make decisions that really honor who they are. When I think about people in my life who are really confident, they're often the best at setting boundaries. They're the best at saying no, they are the ones that will just tell you what they think. And I love that about them. The other piece of it is even though they don't care what others think, they're not they're not assholes about it. So they they don't care what others think, but they're still they're still, you know, like respectful of other people having beliefs, different beliefs uh, to them. You know, they're not they don't have like a, a hurt ego. It's not coming from this like ego driven place. I suppose that's the, the key difference. When I think of someone who's confident, it's really coming from this place within them. That just is, is comfortable with who they are versus trying to prove themselves and being really ego-driven about it. And I think that they have courage and they take risks and put themselves into situations where, you know, maybe they might be judged or disliked, but they ultimately they're loyal to, to, you know, their their beliefs and their thoughts. Doesn't mean they won't change their beliefs or be humble, but they, you know, they, they know what they believe in. And it, they tend to be more self assured and know they can get through something if it doesn't go as planned. I mentioned in uh, my Instagram stories that I always, I've always like really loved Ina Garten, the Barefoot Contessa from the Food Network. Do you love her? She's the best because she just like she's so pretentious, but she just owns it, and <laughs> I just love that about her. <laughs> and so I shared that in my stories too uh, because I just, I just think that like. Yeah, she just she is who she is. And she doesn't she doesn't care about what other people think. And she makes amazing food, too. I would really want to go to her house in the Hamptons and have her make me a meal with Jeffrey. That's I kind of want to be Jeffrey, to be honest. (laughs) That's my that's my that's my ultimate like, can I come back and be Jeffrey in another life and just have her cook for me and (laughs) take care of me. Um, Anyways, that's off on a tangent. But it's, uh, it's interesting how, you know, we all have kind of different perceptions on what makes someone confident, but I like, I want to talk about the relationship between body image, confidence and, and compassion. Having a positive body image is really about knowing who you are and knowing that you're good enough, regardless of your appearance. And I think that that enables us to be more confident because we know who we are. We know that we're valuable and worthy we're not relying on other people to give us that. We're not re- relying on like all these external measures and validation to, to verify, like, you know, <laughs> am I allowed to be in this room right now? And when you operate from that place, it's easier to be confident. You know, it's easier to not care what others think. But I do believe there's a lot of nuance to this because I I think you can be confident and still struggle with body image or struggle with another area of your life. I don't. I don't think it's like this. You know, checkbox that you're either confident or you're not. I think a lot of people probably are pretty confident in a lot of areas of their lives, and maybe still struggle with body image. That's something that I hear commonly from clients, and so I, I don't think they necessarily are like you know one. Or the other, I think that you know the the more that you have a positive body image, I think that's going to contribute to your confidence overall. But it doesn't mean you can't be a confidence person if confident person if you struggle with body image, uh, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to have self doubt. I think this is this is critical. This is something I really learned a lot from Tara Moore, her book Playing Big, and I took her Playing Big Facilitators Training Program many years ago now. And this idea that you know, we all have self-doubt. So even the people that you perceive as being the most confident absolutely have self-doubt. The difference is, is that they know how to, you know, work through that in order to continue to, to show up and do the things that they want to do and take the risks that they want to take. And I think that part of being confident or part of, or part of trying to be more confident, whether that's just in ourselves or in our bodies, is about learning to work with that voice of self-doubt that's a huge part of it. The other piece of this which which ties into that is compassion. I think that we can't be confident without compassion. Compassion is criti- critical. And that's because we can't be okay with people not liking us unless we're compassionate with ourselves. Like unless we can't take risks unless we're compassionate with ourselves. Otherwise those risks are going to destroy us. And so if we're letting The outcome of situations make or break us, then it's going to be really hard for us to go back out there and and repeat those steps again. So what I mean by that, let's talk about this from like a body image perspective. But let's say you want to wear a bathing suit to the beach, and you end up having a not so great experience. Maybe someone says something that's not very nice to you, maybe perceived yourself as being as being judged. Unless we are really compassionate with ourselves through that, we're probably going to try and avoid that situation going forward. And so that's why compassion is really critical. And that, and that is really kind of the, the engine that fuels our confidence and keeps it going. It allows us to forgive ourselves, be kind to ourselves, and really move on, you know, move the hell on if something doesn't go the the way that we've wanted it to go. So even in the event of like you do this presentation at work, and maybe you receive some critical feedback, or you felt it didn't land as well as you wanted it to. If you're compassionate with yourself through that, you can make it through. You can move on. You can be able to relate to yourself with kindness and then be able to still continue to take risks and show up. And that really builds confidence moving forward. So it's not about avoiding the discomfort. It's about how can we support ourselves through that discomfort in order to fuel more confidence going forward. And so, on that point, I wanted to talk about what it takes to gain more confidence. It takes action. We don't wake up and feel confident. I think sometimes we wake up and feel a little more like, I'm feeling a little more myself today, or I'm feeling a little more badass today. However, you don't just, it doesn't just like confidence doesn't just switch on. It's something that we build by taking action outside of our comfort zone. It's almost like a baby learning to walk. If you think about a baby that's learning to walk, they, you know, they stand up, they fall down, they stand up, they fall down over and over and over until they learn to be able to master it and take more steps. And all of those different stumbling events and failures, quote unquote, help them to become more confident, help them to learn. And it's the same thing. We just become so afraid of the outcome as we you know, develop emotional intelligence that we are you know, afraid of, of like falling down, metaphorically speaking. And so one visual I really like to use if we think about gaining more confidence is to imagine yourself inside of a bubble. So imagine yourself like your bubble, bubble boy, imagine yourself inside of a bubble. Anyone remember that Seinfeld episode? And the bubble is your comfort zone. And so inside your bubble, you feel safe, you feel protected from judgment, you know, there's no emotional stuff that's going to harm you, but your world is small, you can't do a lot from inside of this bubble. And so in order to, you know, live a bigger life, do more, we have to start to step outside of that bubble. And anytime we do that, we're probably going to encounter our own voice of self doubt, our inner critic. And the reason why that shows up is to protect us. That's normal. It's a protective mechanism. And so long as we're not taking direction from our inner critic and we're able to, you know, step outside of our comfort zone bubble, that bubble's ultimately going to get larger and bigger. And so our comfort zone gets bigger. So let's talk about this in like a specific example instead of a bubble. <laughs> let's say that you don't feel confident enough to be in a full body photo. So you may avoid doing that. You may hide behind other people. You may hide from the photo altogether. But you're never really going to wake up and feel ready to show up in a full body photo unless you work your way to it. So you have to actually just show up in the damn photo and feel that fear and leverage compassion and comfort yourself afterwards in order to feel more comfortable next next time. And the more that you actually show up in a full body photo, the easier it will become because it will start to become something that's actually inside your comfort zone because your comfort zone gets a lot bigger. Ultimately, the point being here is that avoidance doesn't help us become more confident. You're not going to be confident in a full body photo unless you actually do it. And I'm not saying you should do that if that feels tremendously scary. That's one of the tips I'm going to get to in a minute. However, without action, we can't build, we can't build confidence. It just, it, we need to be taking action. It has to be something that we work towards intentionally. Let's get to the five things that hold us back from being confident and what to do instead. So number one is waiting until we feel ready. (laughs) I mentioned this earlier, but if we wait to feel ready, like if we wait to feel ready to show up in that full body photo or wear the bathing suit to the beach, then we're probably never going to do it because that self-doubt, that voice of self-doubt never goes away completely. Our inner critic is always going to be with us. We cannot eliminate our inner critic. This is something that I work with my clients around a lot. Of course, we want to learn how to turn the volume down on that voice. We want to learn how to work through that voice. But recognizing that it never goes away completely and that it's going to be there anytime we step outside our comfort zone is is really helpful because you can expect it. And when you have the tools to be able to work with it, then you can still take the risks that you want to take, or, or not even the risks, but the steps that you want to take to, you know, live more fully in your life, whether that means wearing a bathing suit to the beach or showing up in a in a photo. And that really comes from action. So we're never going to feel ready. So instead of waiting to feel ready, think of, um, I'm going to take some steps uh, in order to build more confidence. The second thing that holds us back from being confident is when we stretch ourselves too far outside of our comfort zone. So I think that we are often really good at pushing ourselves to the limit or saying like, I'm going 100% on this. And I would not suggest that. I really like people to think about an easier, smaller step you can take. So instead of, you know, taking a leap that's a mile outside of your comfort zone, how can you take a step that's, you know, a foot outside of your comfort zone? So you don't go from being a non runner to doing a marathon, you build up to it, or you opt out of it completely, if you're me, because I would never run a marathon. (laughs) I wonder how much someone would have to pay me to run a marathon. I think it would have to at least be (laughs) $100,000, Like to be honest. I just like that just sounds like hell to me. Anyways, but it's the same thing with this kind of, you know, mental stuff. We have to go easier on ourselves and see the long game. And so coming back to this picture example, like let's say you want to show up in a picture like your full body. You know, what I would suggest is instead of just doing that, I mean, if you want to do that, go right ahead. But can you just start with a headshot? Can you start with like half of your body? Can you start with a profile that you feel more comfortable with? Can you wear an outfit that makes you feel a little bit more comfortable? And then work your way up to a full body. So you can see how, like, instead of going from point zero to 100, we can inch our way along the spectrum by gradually taking smaller leaps outside of our comfort zone to more Warm us up, And I think that that is a super helpful way to be able to be more confident because when we stretch ourselves too far outside of our comfort zone, we might end up in a situation where we feel too panicked, we feel too scared, we feel too vulnerable, we feel too um, fearful, and any of those things can really prevent us from then taking those steps again in the future. The third thing that holds us back from being confident is avoiding fear, like thinking like, I don't want to get myself into any situation where there's fear. And fear and your inner critic are really one and the same. The voice of fear and the voice of your inner critic are are tend to be the same. So like I said, we want to expect that our inner critic is going to be there and recognize that it's only there to protect us and that we don't need to take direction from it. So expect the fear, make friends with it. Don't avoid it, but again, take small steps instead of big leaps. The fourth thing that holds us back from being more confident is focusing on the outcome. We focus so much on the outcome, which we often don't have control over. So let's say that you want to ask for a promotion at work. You might focus solely on whether or not the person is going to say yes, and that's like going to make or break you. And when we focus on that outcome, it builds up a lot of anxiety and makes our inner critic louder. So what I like to suggest to people is focusing on what you want to get out of it instead. So what can you focus on instead that you want to get out of that experience? So perhaps you want to see it as an opportunity to advocate for your value or decide whether this job is right for you or to discover where there might be opportunities for you to add more value or use different skills. If you can think about the elements of the experience that you actually have control over and what you can get out of it in that way, it makes it a lot easier. If we can kind of intentionally focus on these things, then the outcome itself doesn't matter so much. So I love it when we can try to let go of that outcome. And so coming back to this picture example is, instead of focusing on like, how you're going to perceive yourself in that picture, or what you think of yourself, what you think of the way you look, what if you focused on capturing a memory, you know, just capturing this moment in time, what was important about that moment in time, and that's what you want to get out of it. The four, the fifth. This is the last one, actually. Um, the fifth thing that really holds us back from being more confident is doing this stuff alone. You know, for me, I need someone to push me and hold me accountable. It's way easier for me to do something when I have someone who I'm reporting back to, or if I've said to my friends like, "Okay, I'm going to do this thing," then. You know, I got to actually do that damn thing. It's so much easier for me. (laughs) And I think that that's always why I've worked with different coaches or mentors or advisors in some capacity, I would not be where I am today without having other people to push me and to see my potential or at least be there for me if things go to shit, like if things don't go as planned. And so having some level of accountability, having some kind of a cheerleader, having someone to, you know, believe in you and know that you can do something really helps us to take those steps to be more confident And that's what I really I love that about uh, my group program, you on fire, you have me as your coach to give you those pushes, you have the community to help you celebrate. And like, I'm just such a huge fan of coaching. So obviously, I love the job as a coach, because I just think it makes such a huge difference to have someone to say, like, okay, you know, I think you can do this, or how about this, and having someone to be there for you afterwards to, you know, talk about the experience and see how it went and really advocate and cheerlead for you. So if you want to learn more about that, you can always go to summer in forward slash you on fire. Uh, that is what I wanted to cover today in this episode. If you have any other questions on confidence or building confidence, I would love to hear from you. There's so much more that we could speak to on this subject. I think that like, you know, one of the other things that I didn't mention specifically is just this notion of failure. And experiencing failure builds confidence. It really does. Uh, So in whatever area of your life, except for dieting, (laughs) that's the only area that I would say it doesn't build confidence because it doesn't work. So you're not going to actually get more confident. But as it relates to pretty much every other area of your life, experiencing failure on some level actually helps us to be more confident. Failure and rejection actually help you to be more confident, which if that's making you panicky and terrified and scared, then, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. Again, look for that first initial step outside of your comfort zone. But if I can leave you with that as another thought, it's a good thing to take away from this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at com forward slash 215. I'll be back again with another episode soon. Thanks for listening. Rock on.